last time on Dice Funk. As you scan the volunteers for Emma's face, something strange occurs to the three of you, and you notice none of the injured, and not even the deceased, are marked with blood. Instead, your eyes fall to a rusty mud. This, she says she's Emma. She has a sister who probably looks like her or something, and that's who we talk to. Is your sister your twin, or is your sister just someone who's your sister? Tamsin, she says. Yes, we're twins. If she has Ulick, she's probably going to try to sell him back to the Lord. Hi, Dan Onion. A message just arrived for them. The text on it reads, Noon, and uh, it's signed with three initials, A-C-F. Emma's walking out the door, you guys. I'll put it this way. She heard you. She may not have given a shit. Um, can you detect magic? And if so, any points to the knife? Magic? Are you familiar with vampirism, Mr. Ronaldo? The vampirism in this blade is locked to one particular person. Where'd you go? And why'd you go? It's a very long story that we don't have time for. That is the truth. I, I am actually saying that Jane left because she wanted to clear her head. Give me a little bit of time, and I promise I will explain it to you and Ronaldo. I promise. And hugs you very forcefully. And I hug you, too. Oh. Hey, hug people. We got vampires. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't even hit 5,000 yet, so... We we're getting we're getting a drip feed because we're not murdering everything in our path. I know, right? Like I wish we were murdering more people. Like, wow, that's something I didn't think I was ever gonna say. And we'd have two listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's it's weird because uh, game of the year discussions just happened, and everyone's talking about Undertale, which is an RPG in which you can go through the whole game without hurting anyone. Uh, but that leaves you at level one, so you're, like, super fragile. You'll die in, like, two hits. So it's a really, really cool, like, balancing act of, like, is it worth being a good person to be a normie? Or do you want to be, like, a berserker blood mage, dude, like every RPG character is, uh, and then deal with the fact that you killed all of these really super nice, interesting people with, like, <laughs> backstories and personalities? Well, did you see the the thing about how uh, there's this guy who beat Fallout 4, like, the main storyline? And the game committed seppuku? Yeah, and it friggin', like, it, because he tried the most non-violent way possible, he basically got the friggin' game to, like, screw itself over. It was... I, I watched, like, the first part of that. Oh my god, it was fantastic. I gave Fallout 4 the benefit of the doubt on Word Funk, but that game's, that game's not good. It's it's barely an RPG. It's definitely not a Fallout game. It's basically just a shooter with some, like, m crafting Minecraft shit in it. I like the open world aspect. It reminds me a lot about Skyrim, but yeah, I can see why you would say that. If if you so much as try to not solve a, a situation with bullets, the game like doesn't know what to do with itself. It gets like it gets real mad. Well, because the 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 creators were like Bethesda Game Studios was like, well, you know, we want to make a game that's more you know violence oriented since that's what like everybody's into. And I'm like, no. What made it so good was that you could choose to do anything. Like I remember in New Vegas, like 
you didn't have to choose to be a violent person. You could choose to, like, be, talk your way through shit. It was great. So, you know, like, a lot of those mechanics are gone, and I feel really bad, but, you know, I mean, that's what they wanted to go with. That's their freaking problem. Alright, so you guys ready, or do we have anything else? I'm totally ready. I'm so ready. So, I think the branching path last week was we had to choose whether to go with uh, Tia and Tamara to solve the sister-sister mystery, or we do what we did, which is to go back to Frederick to aid the rebellion in our Star Wars plot. Wait, did you just make, like, a very dated 90s reference? (laughs) (laughs) Try to stop me. (laughs) We're following a note that says go to this bar um, at this time. It might not be Frederick, but I assumed like that was the branch that he was trying to give us, and we, you know what it is? We're very suggestible. Like if someone's like, "Hey, you should go do this," we're like, "Yeah, I guess we'll do that." We don't have anything better to do. Like <laughs> we, we have trouble asserting ourselves. We, we're very bad at asserting. I felt ourselves. like we didn't make a bad decision. We just made one of the two decisions that are presented to us, and we'll we'll just make it bad. I swear to God, if everybody ends up dead, I'm blaming this on you. Well, Ronaldo's the point, man. All right. Can I, can I say as an outside advisor here that Austin's right, that you guys are, or sorry, um, no, was it Leon who said you're not very good at asserting no, yourselves? Austin said that. Uh, I think everyone agreed. <laughs> okay, well, well, I, you, you really aren't. You're really not very good at asserting yourselves. There are a lot of, like, dialogue. There's a lot of dialogue that I've written in the campaign so far that you guys haven't even touched upon like it it's um you might know a little bit more about what's going on if you had done those things <laughs> part of me what if i were playing a character that's like a hard-boiled detective then that's that's the kind of thing that would happen but i but ronaldo doesn't think that way i mean he's not dumb he's he's like he's an average intelligence kind of person that's one of the fascinating things about about running this campaign to tell you the truth is that it's it's like we're not the prototypical like adventurer party like hero dudes we're kind of just like selfish weirdos <laughs> I don't like to I don't like to blow my own horn but I don't think I've written a a prototypical D&D campaign either It's good um i wouldn't know <laughs> yeah I, I don't know everything that's going on beneath the surface so i can only i can only assume dude i'm i'm gonna tell you right now based on what i know like in terms of like what we've seen so far i could pretty much guarantee that you're probably safe in that assumption because i've played pretty mediocre D D campaigns and they're you are like way above all of that so well, thank you jess don't even sweat it uh, well, I'm I'm not. I'm enjoying writing it, but it's kind of fascinating to see the way that the party uh, copes with what I'm like the things that I'm confronting them with. Like if this was a Western, uh, like a Western RPG, right? We would have like investigated that weird like rust mud disease or whatever was going on to those people in the church. But like, mm-hmm. I th- I feel like we role played it as people who don't care. Ronaldo cares a little, but he doesn't care a lot. That's I I enjoy him being somewhere in the middle of that. We're not trying to solve this mystery like the way movie protagonists would. We're trying yeah. to un- we're trying to unfuck the situation we fucked ourselves into with the very specific people who are threatening. And this was all this was all money for Ronaldo at first. Now he's mad. He's like mad at the people at the bad guys, not because of what they've done to Ulick but what they're trying to do to him. So he, he, he he's going after evil, but a lot of this is very petty. Leon, yes. Leon, 
Leon, are you trying to tell me that this time it's personal? I hate everybody in this call. Let's start the game. I still hate everybody in this call. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> um. So, as we left our heroes, um, uh, as I recall, standing in the doorway of the Long Pole, the only tavern that they've actually ever bothered going to in the sprawling metropolis of Stone Root. It's it's our central perk. It's Cheers. <laughs> we we just all go there. <laughs> having having left behind um, the woman they now know as Emma, um, uh, who was storming out of the church to go, um, well, I don't know, possibly do something rash, maybe attend a uh, macrame class, or perhaps she was late for Zumba. Um, in order to pursue a note uh, that that had been passed to them, which read very simply. Noon, you have one hour, and initialed A C F. Abercrombie Fitch. <laughs> I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Chinese food makes me sick, and I think it's fly when girls drop by for the summer. You need to. You all Point need to summer. stop right now. Um. So we're we're there. Uh, I didn't understand that reference. No, no. It's you don't have to. All right, um, Ronaldo opens the door. We're, 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 I'm just <laughs> skating right past you, Johnny. We're, we're, we're going in. Have, has anybody else noticed that Leon's pre-show voice is like a thousand times louder than his t- middle-of-the-show voice? Like, yeah, it's very weird. I was just thinking about that. He's shrinking. <laughs> he goes He goes business mode. Are, Leon, are you slowly, like... <laughs> Collapsing in on yourself like a dwarf star? I'm slowly, like, just inching away from the microphone, like, very slowly over the course of the show. <laughs> well, stop, because, like, we can't I'm hear speaking, you. <laughs> so I opened the door. Well, you had opened the door. You you were standing. <laughs> I'm going in. <laughs> I will I will begin then. <laughs> just walk in and start kicking asses. <laughs> a throng of a crowd populates the long pole with food and ale adorning each table plentifully. You pause in the alcove, the note directing you here sitting idle in your pocket when you realize there's no conceivable way for you to recognize the author, and no easy way to poke around the bar looking for, you know, the rebellion, without drawing a potentially lethal amount of attention to yourselves. Frozen in the alcove in indecision, a cloaked figure easily bumps through the three of you and mutters, follow me, without so much as waiting a moment for you to fall in step. I do. Do we recognize the cloaked figure, like, stature-wise? No. I mean, you know, they look humanoid, so you recognize them in that sense. Can I perception to see if I see anything, uh, that I would recognize? Yeah, go for it. Alright. Don't stop me now. <laughs> I'll stop you if I want. 22, so Holy much! shit! <laughs> That's some incredible per- perceiving right there. <clears throat> As the figure is already on its way towards the stairs with its back turned to you, Austin, uh, you don't recognize anything except the color of the cloak is kind of gray. You can't. See, you don't have X-ray vision, uh, so it's like nothing you can do. <laughs> A certain yeah, height. Yeah, and has like, like uh, the ability to to like check to detect someone's gait and. <laughs> They are a certain height. Yes. Yeah, you are right. They are a certain height. Okay, first of all, fuck you. Uh, second of all, 
Anne has really high wisdom, so she's actually super observant. She just doesn't know what to do with information once she observes it. Okay. All right. Well, okay. I can tell you this about the person's moving athletically, um, rather quietly as well, as if they know to get in and out of spaces without necessarily being mm, noticed. I mean, we're going to follow them. I guess I was just trying to say, like, would, does she think it's Fridric? Uh, it does not look like Fridric. All right. Well, I'm just going to whisper that I don't know who it is then to them. Um, R- R- Ronaldo didn't even assume that Anne was trying to detect who it was. So he just kind of shrugs. Um, and then he continues to follow. All right. Uh, the figure leads you upstairs, up the stairs to the rooms, unlocks a door secluded from the rabble below, and enters it, not shutting the door entirely and making no other sign to their intention. I put my hands on both of my uh, morning stars before I walk into the room, but then I walk into the room. All right. The door silently swings open into a room much simpler than the one you found yourselves occupying last night. The drapes are pulled shut, and from the sunlight creeping in through the fabric patterned as it is, you're guessing that the shutters to the window are hauled tight as well. The cloaked figure six sits opposite the door, between the windows, and views you with a mysterious intent, much of their expression hidden by the darkness of the room and the concealing cloak that still covers their head. An atypical voice, calm in its tone, but not immediately identifiable as man or woman, speaks with a foreign accent that pulls at Ronaldo's memory tugging at the soft tissue around wounds barely closed, reminding you of harder times. You find yourself almost lost to these memories for a brief moment before you realize the figure has commanded you to introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Anne. Ronaldo decides to use his real name instead of um, Flame Mignon, so he says, Hello, I am Ronaldo Esquero. And then he, so he, he points to uh, Jane, who is just always silent. Jane. <laughs> <laughs> what's really great about that is you guys didn't see it but i did like one of those little sup heads nods while i said Jane. what's good afc <laughs> or acf right acf yeah hey are you acf you may call me ac they reply air conditioning hasn't been invented yet has it a mutual friend of ours seems to think you might be interested in furthering our cause. I'll be your friend. Yeah, uh, Ronaldo looks like he's going to have to talk. <laughs> um, he says, <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, you see, we have some suspicions uh, about uh, the lord of this town, as well as suspicions about a whole host of other things, and maybe we can help each other out. Mm, Stoneroot has long been an isolationist power that steps on the back of the working man and woman in order to further their own wealth and goodness. We, as an organization, simply wish to see that power redistributed. How? Is this some socialist bullshit? (laughs) How else does one redistribute power? Hugs. <laughs> they look at you, Ed, and say, you may not be cut out for this kind of work. <laughs> I, I, I actually sort of, like, uh, try to explain. Say, Aunt, what Anne lacks in intelligence, she makes up for in frightening, murderous power. <laughs> so don't, she, she's... They would both be dead many times over without me. That may be true. It's a super 100% mathematically true. <laughs> you don't know math, Anne. That's true. <laughs> All right. Um... Uh, or as I like to call it, number science. 
<laughs> what so, was it? No, it was number magic, right? Yeah, number magic. I just stole Johnny's joke, by the way. Which well, no, I mean that that was not that's not actually a joke. That's a true story. <laughs> all right, no, look, all right. So Ronaldo says, um, you know, it might be helpful if you could give us some details about what's going on. After all, you're in a bunch of cloaks. <laughs> just a whole bunch, a whole mess of cloaks. What is what is there to tell you? The government of Stonerood has gone out of its way to maim its own populace. They can barely break the immigrants faster than they come in. Something needs to be done about their philosophies of wealth and work. I, I look. I look around the room. What exactly am I looking at in this room? Like, how many people am I looking at? What are? What is in? There here? is one person in here. There's only one person in here. What? What up? What else is adorning the room? Is what I'm trying to say. It's just us and Bernie Sanders. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know what you would normally see in a very modest inn. Um, there is a bed, uh, also a dresser, a wash basin, and that's about it. There are no personal belongings or accoutrements. There's no bag, nothing. It seems like everything that this character takes with them, they wear on their person. Okay. Um, in that case, uh, Ronaldo, like, takes a couple steps closer and says, how do we proceed? And as he gets closer, he tries to look into the cloak a bit, but not in a, in a way that's really obvious that that's what he's doing. That'll be far enough, the figure says. Hmm. All right. I, I, I'm pretty close to him. I feel like I should be able to see something. Can I roll? To look into his cloak yeah. or something. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Roll. I guess this is perception, so I, I don't get any bonuses for that, and and didn't touch my butt. So it's another classic Ronaldo roll. Oh, that's surprisingly good for Ronaldo. Oh my god. Six, 16, 16. That is that is that is a Ronaldo defying roll. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not super important because it couldn't it couldn't be, but it's a. <laughs> you roll saved up your good roll to peek on somebody. <laughs> Right. <laughs> a, guy, a guy who has never done anything wrong to us. Um, <clears throat> so you can see a couple of features, mostly around the lower part of the face. Um, you're, you don't really recognize them. None of them. None of them come out as being even vaguely familiar to you. Um, you do note that they look more feminine than masculine. Um, okay. But man, that accent, Ronaldo, it is real familiar. Like... Okay. Like you spent a good portion of your life um, hanging out around where people uh, people spoke with this particular kind of brogue. And Ronaldo's like ye old Spanish, right? <laughs> as far as we're concerned, um, Ronaldo's and Ronaldo has never uh, explained his background in any great detail. I assumed you had lied to us. Ronaldo owes you no explanations. <laughs> the only thing Ronaldo has said about his past is that he's from Finman, which is probably a lie. We don't know that. Okay, so you like walk closer. You got reprimanded. You snuck a peek. Um, Anne says, "Um, so the Lord is bad and everything, but there's this guy who's gonna burn down a city if we don't find another guy. So, are you helping with that too? I don't know what's going on." Figure stays silent. Cool. What can we do in the immediate future? Because, let, I'll be honest, we're juggling a lot of balls in the air right now. There's someone who wants to burn down a town. We've got a missing uh, Lord's son. I'm hungry. All manner of things. 
There's apparently a badass girl gang. Yeah, there, there, yeah, there, there's a lot of things that are happening. So what, what can we do in the very immediate future right now? Because we've got so many things we need to do today. Well, that depends on how dedicated you are to the cause. Which cause is that? I, I... We just don't go around hiring people left and right. This is a very dangerous business. All right, well, let me, let me explain it uh, to you this And way. honestly, if you have so many uh, balls in the air, as you put it, uh, I'm not sure you're really the type of person that we need right now. Well, the thing is, it might be co- the, uh, taking down the Lord might be connected to what we are also trying to do. So I feel like we may have the same goal, but I need to—I just need a little bit uh, more information about that. Is that so? And what what goal would that be? Well, all right. Look, so down the road, there's another town, and how do I put this? An evil headmaster of the school wants to burn the entire town down if we don't return the Lord's son. But we don't know where the Lord's son is at the moment. We found him, and then he got away from us. He's probably been kidnapped by a gang. He might have been kidnapped by a gang. He might, uh, the Lord might know where he is. We're not entirely sure. So you've seen Ulick. I choked him. <laughs> I feel like this may be tied together, but that's what I'm trying to say, that it's complicated. I'm a little impressed. I must admit that our organization thought that we could use Ulick for some kind of leverage, and some time ago, we sent some operatives to the Pikmin Academy out in Rotswald to retrieve him. But we never heard from them again, and any investigation in the area revealed that the people in town had never seen nor heard of the operatives that we sent. There was a lot of blood in their basement, so I would send letters to their families. Hmm. Yeah, um, the, I don't trust the townspeople. They try to stay on the sidelines of everything, but in reality, they're re- really uh, protective of the school. They are fine with maintaining the status quo, even if terrible things happen. For three more days, they will be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for a few more days, and then they are just ashes. So, um, can I can I roll insight in this guy to see if I think he's uh, being straight with us? If he's being devious, I'm pretty uh, perceptive. Yeah, go right ahead. Roll inside. Yeah, I think I, I'm thinking the same thing because he's really shady. Boom shakalaka. Twenty two. Eat my twenty twos. Twenty three. Oh, and a crit. <laughs> and a crit. <laughs> so yeah, both yeah. of you, both of you get the impression that there are some very deliberate facts that this this person is not telling you. Ronaldo doesn't think to do this, so he does not know. He's 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 really happy that someone said that uh, they're impressed with him. So it's like clouding his judgment right now. I just I've just been playing with my dagger the whole time, and I finally just look up and I say, "What aren't you telling us?" So I'm just to confess everything to three strangers that I meet in an inn. Well, you did kind of admit that you were impressed that we actually got to see you, like even if Ronaldo botched it up a bit. Yeah, and yet. You three were the ones who wanted the meeting with me. I told you my last name. That's the first time I did this this campaign. Okay, that still doesn't explain what, why you even agreed to this meeting in the first place. As I, as I said, we have a mutual friend mm-hmm. who I believe you met this morning who expressed an interest on your behalf in our cause. 
Uh, the Emma lady lied to us, who wasn't really Emma, and then the Lord lied to us, and then a bunch of people at a school lied to us. We get lied to a lot, so it would be helpful if you told us the truth. Fascinating. Please? Oh, 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 um, Ronaldo tries to persuade. Alright, persuade. Alright, now this is an actual role that's important, so it's not going to go well. Oh, before I do, I look at Anne, and then I wink at her to make sure that she's giving me power. Like, like, that's the signal. Yeah! Four. That's a good start, which means that this next roll is going to be terrible, because you guys have been rolling well so far <laughs> across the board. It's 14. It's not that bad. It's not bad. It's, it, it's, it's slightly above average amount of persuading. The figure considers you for a minute and says, Our primary goal is destabilizing the Lord's power center in Stone Root by disrupting stone production at the quarry. So he pulls the purse strings tight, which means upsetting the population at large, and an upset population means trouble for the guards. Trouble for the guards means more opportunity for clandestine operations, and even the chance for more recruits, large-scale riots, and possibly even spies or deserters in the guard. Ronaldo has an idea suddenly and says, did you blow up the quarry? We tried to blow up the quarry. There are like a lot of bloody people in the church because of they you. they weren't bleeding. They had uh, mud coming out of their cuts. That might be worse. Uh, do you know? Because we also met some miners who were like mind controlled, maybe by quarry stuff. Do you know anything about that? That would be helpful information. We didn't murder them. Before I tell you any more. I need to know whether or not you're interested in helping us. And if you are, maybe we might be able to help you out, too. Well, our our interests are aligned. The, the Lord is working with demon worshippers. He has some kind of connections to a knife that sucks people's life out. Don't be ridiculous. If the town was managed by demon worshippers, why would it be so prosperous? It's a pious town, with churches and clerical services all around. Demons, by nature, require more chaos, bloodshed, sheer havoc. The town's a little too well managed to be controlled by demon worshippers. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. <laughs> Don't think it's controlled by demon worshippers. I think that the Pikmin Academy may contain a cult of some kind, but... I doubt that it's just demon worshippers. I doubt it. The headmaster spoke Abyssal, the language of demons, and they had a plaque that was in demon language, and someone sent zombies after us, which can only be created by something with strong evil power, and they worship something under the ground, evil, which sends them power. So if it's not a demon, it's demon-esque. And demon-e. Demon-ish. And it's connected with the Lord... Somehow, it's complicated. Your friend is ridiculous, the figure says, pointing at the halfling. <laughs> Jane, he called me ridiculous. Okay, um, here's what Ronaldo does. Um, he lays on, Ronaldo lays on his accent even thicker than usual, which, as we've uh, discussed, sounds <laughs> like the Dos Equis guy. Um, uh, and basically, as, as a way of, like, saying, I recognize your voice, and he says, have we met before? Not to my knowledge. Although the figure sounds really, really interested now. Okay, um... 
Ronaldo doesn't want to, to uh, explain, like, say certain things in front of the rest of the group. So he just kind of gives the figure a look and then... Do you want to roll for a look, Leon? <laughs> do I want to roll for a I'm look? I'm just, hey, this is something that Ronaldo tends to do. Is this a look you want to roll for? Or is this just like, you're, you're just like, you're giving it. You're not forcing the look, you're just sort of like, have my look. <laughs> no, he's, he's just, he's not making uh, this figure do anything with the look. He's just, he's just, just sort of like nodding, like, and then like making his eyes twitch, like, we can't talk about this shit right now. Also, someone sent a golem thing? Does anybody have any idea what that was about? <laughs> the figure, the figure says... Are you interested or not? I don't I don't care about all those things you've said, but if you want to kill people who worship demons and demons, then I'm in on that. That's what I care about. Ronaldo uh, sort of scratches his chin, and he looks at Jane first before making a decision, and he says, what do you think? <laughs> Huddle up. Clan Ronaldo. Team meeting. I, like, I, I just look at him and I go, well, you're the point man, so you make the decision. Ronaldo turns around and he says, "What we're interested. What would you have us do? <clears throat> we need someone to investigate a job that went awry at the quarry. Two nights ago, one of our agents made their way into the quarry with a collection of explosive vials. They've been concocted by an alchemist to react to air in an explosive manner after a certain amount of time. The accident that happened may well have been some of the explosives, but some of the witnesses that are sources of questions say that there were no explosive noises before the earth just started shaking. The fate of these explosives need to be determined, retrieved if they're still intact, and the operation needs to be completed. We have an informant of the quarry, Dickens, who's going to be your contact. This has to happen. Within the next two days. We have so little time. We are fucked from all directions. <gasps> oh my god. I think we might need to just give up on the Ulick thing. Like, <laughs> no, like, he hear me out. The job we took was a setup. Like, we're not getting paid for that. No, I know. The plot thread that would have let lead us to find him directly was with Emma, who we didn't go with. Yeah. So that might just be, like, we might have failed that thread of the quest. I think now our chances to destabilize Stoneroot directly through this quarry thing uh, might lead us to taking down our enemies eventually, but we might just have to just accept that, like, Rotswalt's getting burned to the ground and Ulick is probably going to die in a in a <laughs> gang deal. Oh, my God. Ronaldo isn't really down with that. That's the thing. <laughs> there's, 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 like, there's, like, the moon is very close coming down on us, like, in Majora's Mask. Like, we only have so many, so much time. Well, I think it's, I think it's definitely, like, a sadistic, like, you know, choice. One, one lives, one dies. We gotta pick a thing. Do you wanna huddle up and weigh this? Because Anne doesn't care as long as she gets to bust evil people. But, I mean, if you guys have, like, specific goals here. Ronaldo's goal is is mostly to smack um uh, Lonigan, but we but we may and we've already lost Emma. Like I, if we if we turn this guy down, where do we go? Okay, I'm gonna look at um, I'm gonna look at uh Ronaldo, and I'm gonna yeah. say to the figure, 
You can call the figure AC. Okay, AC. I look at him and I go, okay, so after we figure all this out, where do we meet you? We have a drop point at a statue in a square not far from here. Um, it uh, holds an, an ever-flowing urn of water. Uh, however, the water hasn't been flowing for quite some time. We keep letters stashed there and have our errand people uh, check it at regular intervals. So, Okay, sounds good. Any updates, you can leave there, and we will pick them up within three to four hours. Okay, well, I don't really care about all the political stuff, but I guess I'll help. Can you do me a favor, though, air conditioner? That's that's you. Was that a yes? <laughs> the, the figure does not enjoy speaking to you, Austin, and its body her their body language is particularly um, demonstrative of that. <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> I think it might be helpful to you too. Uh, can you send a letter to, or however you send messages, maybe magic to the the Avandra? shrine at, and then just give them the location i guess like seven clicks east i don't know exactly where it is um and tell them from me about what's going on they'll they'll want to help just tell them what i said even if you don't believe it um and they'll then they know they know me you can just say it's uh the halfling with all the fire so if <laughs> they'll, they'll know who that is we can do that oh nice Thank you. And they'll probably send people to help at least us, if not you. I don't know how many, but uh, I guess that depends on, you know, the fates, <laughs> the, the Canadian fates. <laughs> but if, yeah, just communicate what I said, because it's the truth, whether you, whether you believe it or not. So there's demon stuff going on here, and they'll want to smack it, smack it all up. Okay. All right. So now that we've discussed our business, what is it that we can do for you? Oh. Because I don't trust people who just get into our business for no good reason. We need to find Yulik and uh, sort of get him to... Shit, I forget. Uh, uh, Rotswald. Well, there's a couple of people who want... Do we want to get him to... Or are we turning him over now? No, no, no. I just... We need... Basically, we need to go uh, kill a guy named Lodigan in Rotswald. Um... I would like to know if Yulik is still alive, but mostly I just we just need to go there and crush this dude, and he's strong, and he's a hologram sometimes, and that's that's our deal right now. All right, so AC basically asks you all the regular questions, you know, like who's Lonigan? Tell me how you met him. You know, I need to understand exactly what happened in Rotswald, and if there are any omissions to the story that you guys would like to. Uh... <laughs> I'm rolling to lie again. Um, we can, we can do. No, no, no. I mean, you know, like you, we can, you know, like you can go ahead and omit things. Like you can omit the fact that you got into a street fight with a bunch of civilians and brutally murdered them and stole some of their limbs and things like that. I would like to omit the fact that I can uh, shape change. That would be great. Like just the broadest strokes. Like we met a, the headmaster. He's part of this demonic conspiracy, and he's going to burn the town down. So we want to kill him. Right, right, right. Because he wants you licked back, but we're kind of not okay with that because that's not like 
good mojo. Right, right. So then, you know, like, uh, uh, AC continues to ask, like, okay, well, you know, when did you last see Ulick? What happened? Again, I'm assuming that you're telling that, you know, you lost track of him somehow. Yeah, we broke him out of the university. We had a difference of opinion. We parted We parted ways. He, We believe he's been kidnapped by a girl gang led by Tamsin, I believe her name was. Yeah, Tamsin. And uh, and you tracked uh, what you believe is Ulick's trail to the city of Stoneroot, and, and that's why you've come back to town, right? Yeah. So that that's what we're asking for in, in return for d- investigating this quarry explosive business is information about Ulick and him to send a letter. Anything else? Money, maybe? You guys want to get paid for this? It, it- if we're if we're going if we're going to um going back to uh, Rotswald, we sure could use some help punching. So if you have any anyone who's sturdy, uh, that would be cool. I already lost two of my best agents in Rotswald. We're not going to be going there anytime soon. That's fair. Okay, you're giving up enough. All right, fine. So, so that's what we're asking. I was just uh, Jane. You don't want to throw anything in? No, I I I think that that's good. I don't need money, so I don't care about the money. Okay, so we're going to be accessories to terrorism for a letter and some info. Okay, good to know what our fucking bar is. Well, I, we're we're terrorists, but before um before like we close up the discussion, um I go I I look at uh AC and I go, "How hard is it for you to make us disappear?" That's super good. That's super good. I just got tingly. Well, it would it would probably take us a couple of days and you'd have to absolutely nail the job, but Oh, we'll nail it. We might be able to get you out of Stone Root without any problems and hide you from whomever it is that you're hiding from. Okay, we'll take that. <laughs> Alright. If it comes to it. Um Okay, so so just to recap, what exactly does this guy want us to do? We, we're going to we're going to meet uh, Dickens, right? Uh, Dickens is your contact at the quarry. Um, he's their informant there. Um, what you need to do is you need to track down the uh, explosive vials that were brought in. At least track down the fate of the explosive vials. You need to find out what happened to them. Um, if they went off, uh, did they cause the accident? Because uh, AC doesn't think that they did, because informant reports and witness canvassing and things like that indicate that the earth just started shaking. Okay. As right. opposed to actually any explosive noises. And has given you a, a rough sketch, too. Uh, I should mention that. Is it a really tasteful charcoal drawing? It is uh, lots of Charo Obscuro. Did he draw him like one of his French girls? It's it's a real. It's got much more depth than you expect. And wherever you look, it seems like the the quarry is also looking back into you. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so we're going. All right, um, let's go there now. Based on the position of us in the room, uh, I'm right next to AC. You are not. You are not right next to AC. You are in. I'm close. I'm closest. To you him. are probably about halfway through the room uh, towards AC, and uh, Anne and okay. Jane have made no no points to move at all. So okay, so they're, so they're by the door. So I say okay, let's go, and I follow. And then that means based on our movements, I follow Anne and Jane out the room. But but, but okay. So is that okay with everyone? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay, right right before um right as soon as they leave the room, Ronaldo like sprints back to AC and <laughs> and says, are you from Akamoros? <laughs> Possibly. 
He real. I really want Renata to just pull back the hood right now, <laughs> but I feel like that might fuck up our entire plans. So it looks like he's wrestling with it, but he's like, he he, he doesn't know what else to do, so he leaves then. Where'd you go? Oh, uh, I, I I had to uh, zip up my fly. Um, I didn't want you to look. All right, time, quarry time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's it. What? What? You guys, are, you're going to the quarry. No, hold on. Johnny's voice clearly implied that that was not the right decision. No, 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 no. You guys just made, you made, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, there was somebody else in, in the last episode. They were like, hey, meet me at the long pole. Oh, I just, I thought we just didn't expect her to show up. Oh, well, no, you guys go to the quarry then, by all means. No, no, no. Obviously, no, no, no. if we see her. No, no, no. If you want to go to the quarry, go ahead. Johnny? God, Johnny, I hate you. <laughs> Stop. Stop! Stop fucking around right now. I'm gonna now. need um, you to eat my entire dick right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, 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 you guys, come on! I'm your buddy. It's your buddy Johnny here. We oh my god, he has the voice. Fucking go find her. No, 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 no. We're 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 um we're supposed to meet someone here, right? Not not necessarily. We don't have, like, fucking Rolexes. We don't know what time it is. It's the ye old fucking sundial age. Uh, there's a clock on the wall, dumbass. Clocks weren't invented in dirt times. <laughs> Clocks exist. Clocks have existed for a while. It's a magic clock. Oh, okay, that changes everything. What magic time is it, Johnny? Um, it's a little bit afternoon, like maybe about 12.45. Oh, shit, that's later than I thought. Oh, we look around. Is she in the the bar? The fucking note said noon, right? And I was like, you got here just before noon. How about that? And then we sped past a whole lot of the conversation where you were describing what happened in Rotswald and shit like that. That shit takes time, all right? Fair enough. (laughs) Jeez, man. I am the master of time and space here, and you're going to step to me, bitch? (laughs) going to fucking get defensive and shit. You salty little grump. (laughs) It's got got really weird. Um, All right, if we don't see anyone else in here that we need to talk to at this moment... Then we go to the quarry. All right, I'm making a friggin' perception check because nobody's decided to do that recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess when we go downstairs to the like to leave the common room, we'll call it. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I see her in particular. Yeah, probably not. Uh, you do not see her. Yeah, I didn't think so. I guess I'll just roll to see if I notice anybody. I recognize anybody in the room. Uh, no, I do not. Jeez. And you see a bunch of friends you haven't yet made. Aw. Hi, potential friends. Uh, For listeners, uh, we rolled... <laughs> oh my goodness. We rolled 10, 8, and 7. We. I'm, I'm 7, obviously. Ronaldo, Ronaldo, you see a bunch of, like, sexy people whom you have not been slapped by yet. As we walk across the common room, we just poke ourselves in the eyes repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I guess we're outside the thing now. Um, I guess we're going to the quarry. Oh wait, you're not gonna go get slapped by those girls? Wow. <laughs> Character development. Holy shit. Alright, Ronaldo heads to the quarry. And uh, I'm hope- hopefully everyone follows. <laughs> Does is, is everybody following? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I assume. Alright. Okay. So, um, as you move closer and closer towards the quarry through town... Um, you begin to note that the nature of the buildings begin to change and that guard patrols increase. The guard patrols, they don't increase exponentially, but they certainly ramp up in a way that's, that's noticeable. 
You also notice that uh, the closer that you get to the quarry, uh, I mean, you know, because I'm presuming that you're asking for directions because you don't exactly know where it is in town and people are like, oh, of course, this way, this way, this way, this way, this way. So as you're moving through town, you notice that more more of the buildings are constructed uh, purely of stone. And while some of the stone, it looks as though people have tried to paint, uh, it almost always invariably looks as though that paint does not stick, and that kind of pale gray that dominates the dust and just is is flooded over every piece of rock that you've seen in the region always bleeds through. And by the time you make it to the quarry gate, every building around you is constructed exclusively of stone. The only thing that you see that's not stone um, are the rooftops on them. And even those, even even those things that show up there look like there's a lot of gray dust settled on it to the point that you're not even sure whether or not it's been painted that way or if it's just ambience. You get to the gate of the quarry and a large contingent of guards, about 20 of them, all block the area and while you approach, regard you with just a little bit of skepticism. Ah, oh, shit. Because we're not covered in dust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't have shit all over ourselves. Um, What's your business here? The one who appears to be in charge says. My god. Um... <laughs> I take a small step back and say, and, and just gesture to Ronaldo and go, go on, fearless leader. This is the classic Ronaldo gambit, right? This is his. <laughs> this is his area of expertise. He can't fuck it up. Oh shit! The Ronaldo dilemma is he always has two choices, which are don't lie or lie and roll poorly, and like you're fucked either way. I have to lie at this point. I can't say we're with the rebellion and we need to meet Dickens. <laughs> um, here's what I say. Because I know that if I say something, I'm just going to, like, spill the beans and fuck all y'all, so... Okay, um, alright, so, so there's a- oh, wait, 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 so we, we know this about Dickens. He's a guy who works at the quarry, but they don't know he's with the Rebellion, is that correct? Of course. <laughs> they had to kill him. Wait, sh- should we go get maybe, like, a signed permission f- slip from Frederick? It's too late. They've seen us, and they're- Well, yeah, we could just say, oh, we're here for Frederick to investigate some shit, and they're like, we don't believe you. Then when you're like, oh, we'll we'll go get some documentation, we'll be right back. We've been sent, uh, by one of the guards, and then Ronaldo, like, sort of, like, thinks, tries to think of his name and says, Frederick, and says, uh, to investigate. Business writ, please. And the guard puts his hand out. You know what? I left it in my other hat, uh, but we need to... We need to go in there and uh, take a look around. I'm sorry, sir. A couple of nights ago, we had a very, very drastic accident in the quarry, and we're not about to admit any civilians in here until we're absolutely certain that things are safe. How many guards are there? Twenty. Uh, what if there was one? You're just going to murder him in broad daylight? I, was gonna <laughs> a- I, w- I would like to ask a question um, of the guards. Uh, I'll be like... Uh, are there people still trapped from the accident down there? We believe that everybody's been dug out, but um, there are a few people still missing from our ledgers. We don't know if they've run, uh, are trapped, or have been killed. Well, and I gesture to Anne. She and I are healers. 
and he is our armed escort. I kind of throw him a look. Renata gives like a big thumbs up. And, which is technically true, because I don't really like to violence. Um, <laughs> unless I'm a wolf and tearing off limbs of some kind. Uh, and I say, we are here to make sure that everyone has gotten out safely and bring them to the church so that the church can take care of them, because we do know that there are some of them missing. Miss, all the officially injured have been removed from the site and already been taken to the church. As healers, that's really where you should do the best good. We're waiting on the quarry investigators to come. Uh, and if that's you, that's fantastic, but I can't let you in without an official writ. How far away from here is Fidrick's place? Like, like the, uh, the manor where he is? Mm, probably about an hour's travel, 45 minutes. <sighs> Why does it, why does it matter to us as players? Like, we go back, we get it, we come back. It's like literally two sentences. (laughs) Yeah, we'll go and get it. Fuck it, whatever. No, 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 what I mean is if we leave and then we come back and say, we're the investigators, the investigators might have showed up. Oh, damn, that was actually a good point. I, well, I didn't know until just then that they were actually waiting for investigators. Right, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. We could just stick with the healer story. That's, I mean, we've already told that. Like, it's weird to switch now. Let's just go back to Frederick, get a paper that says we're uh, healers on a special secret mission from the Lord. Like, we actually do have business with the Lord. Like, that's not even a lie. Like, he hired us to do stuff. Do we know that Frederick is still at the manor? No, maybe we can get Silas to do it. <laughs> All right, let's head back to the manor. All right. Uh, so by the time that you arrive at the manor, it's probably getting a little bit closer to 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And as per usual... At least, you know, now, because three times is a pattern. Um, As you approach the manor, you see the somewhat uh, distracted face of Silas at the gate suddenly come into focus as soon as Ronaldo meets his eyeline. And um, I'm not going to say that he, like, he does, like, a little puppy shuffle, but you kind of think he wants to do a little puppy shuffle. Aww. Okay. All right, um... Ronaldo walks over uh, to Silas, and he says, uh, Silas, I need you to do me a solid, okay? Um, we need to uh, go to... <laughs> we need to go heal people at the quarry and investigate, just to make sure that everyone got out safe. Oh, that horrible accident, he says. Yeah, yeah, it's like the worst. And uh, we need to go... Uh, we need an official writ of business... That's so brave of you, he says. R- Ronaldo like flashes a smile and he says, "Well, that's just the kind of man I am." <laughs> I I literally face palm. <laughs> that's what I do. These two healers uh can, you know, uh cure people, whereas I uh will be able to, you know, dig through and make sure everyone got out safely. It's just a precaution. We think everyone's out, but we we have to do it. So, can you write us up an official uh writ of business that says we can do this? That's that's not really under my purview of authority, he says. Okay, who who could do that? And could you get that person for us? Uh, of course, uh, Fidrick would be able to do that. He's head of the household guard. His word takes so much weight with the city guard. I'll fetch him anon. Thank you. G- quick like a bunny. Go. He scurries off. <laughs> as soon as Silas is like just out of earshot and says a little too loud, it's a good... <laughs> It's a good thing Frederick is a, a traitor. <laughs> it's very helpful. The um, 
the other guard at the gate. No. <laughs> okay. Did not I take that back. That was a joke. Now you can't retcon that. Well, you know, we can we can retcon that. I just, you know, okay. You, okay. you didn't I didn't know there was another guy. <laughs> it's it's dude, you know, it's it's the fucking gate to the mansion of the Earl of uh, sorry, the Lord of Town. Lord Erlen, yeah. He's got one guy at the gate who's really easily winked into seduction. <laughs> Maybe Silas is just really good at fighting and stuff. I don't know. Is he back yet? <laughs> Alright, so we'll we'll strike that um awkward loud declaration from the record. I, how pissed would you be, Johnny, if I torpedoed this entire thing? Oh no, man. If you want to go down in flames, I will bring the gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> for a joke for like a one-off meaningless joke i ruin it all no if you want to do that like no I'm, in. I'm like i will play chicken with you austin yours i know you it's, will it's your fucking show and be like it's the end of season one <laughs> we're all in chains <laughs> <laughs> all right all right see back <laughs> except for jess who is a cat anyway you just turn into an octopus in the middle of the street. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I need to fucking suction some motherfuckers. If Jane is ever captured and put in shackles, she can just like transform into like a smaller animal and get out of it, her hands out. Yeah. Which is also good because she's very specifically tried to keep the fact that she can do that hidden from everyone, including us, until she did it. Yep. So, she keeps that one close to the chest. Anyway. I can just see the scene right now with you guys in stocks on the street and the guards being like, Okay, nothing to see here, nothing to see here, just two outlaws facing justice and an octopus. Okay, everybody stand back. <laughs> nothing strange about this situation. Hey, kid, don't poke the octopus. <laughs> that belongs to the city. <laughs> Alright, um, so Silas returns with Fidric, who, um, in a, a hurried fashion, um, kind of, like, marches up to you and says, what news of Emma? Yeah, okay, so, <laughs> Emma, um, so, okay, uh, look, l l let me, let me, um, sum up. Uh, the Emma that, uh, told us to go, uh, to, um, Rotswald, um, not the real Emma, that was Tamsin. Uh, we got bamboozled, and I'm sorry. Uh, so, but we met the real Emma, and she's healing people, and she's upset, and she wandered off. So what we gotta do, uh, right now... Wait, she wandered off? She's going to find her sister, because she thinks she's gonna try to sell Ulick back to the Lord. Balls in the air, man. I got so much. So let me get this straight. Emma's twin sister has the son of the Lord, and she wandered off? We don't know if she has him. We we literally don't know. What the hell is wrong with you people? We're trying to get information right now, but in order to get the information, we have to sneak into a quarry. So let us do that. <laughs> Look, Emma is either going to save Ulick or die trying. Uh, and that's all I got. When you mention the quarry, Fidric kind of, like, leans back a little bit because he was getting aggressive there. He was in your face a little bit, you know, because he's obviously upset that Emma, who he has a particular fondness for, and Ulick, of whom he's actually, you know, trying to get his hands on to make sure of something. Um, he, he leans back a little bit out of your face when you say quarry and says, why would you have to go to the quarry? We, uh, we have to, uh, we have to speak to Dickens. Uh, he apparently, and he whispers, 
works for your traitorous organization. Shh. Um, my God, he whispers it. He turns. He turns around and like kind of like looks at Silas, who is just sort of like staring at Ronaldo. <laughs> uh, and he uh, and he says, um, and we need to speak to Dickens and figure out what happened with the explosion. Once we know what the explosion happened, we meet back with uh, some weird hooded figure. His name's Air Conditioner. What can you tell us about him? <laughs> yeah, do you know anyone who has the initials ACF, by the way, <sighs> while we're talking? You... He, like, he sighs and, and puts his fingers up to his head, takes his helmet off, even, and just kind of, like, rubs his temples with his fingers a little bit and says, she went ahead with the bombing. Okay, so th- is that not your person? Are you guys not on the same page? Also, it's a lady now, okay. He looks back at Silas again, and then does the same kind of, like, usher you across the street thing. <laughs> Hey, it's our secret meeting place. Kind of like, kind of moves you across the street, puts his helmet back on, tries to look as official as possible, and says, Yes, we are on the same side, but that doesn't mean that we always necessarily agree with one another. AC has access to a lot of resources and a lot of manpower that the citizens of Stoneroot wouldn't necessarily have. We don't know if she went through with the bombing. That's what we're trying to figure out in exchange for her helping us with the Ulick thing. So we're still doing the Ulick thing. We're on. We're all. Everything's going good. Frederick, high five. So sh- does she? Does Frederick high five? Anne? He, he no. He, he rubs his <laughs> temples again underneath the helmet and then says, "So, so she employed you to check and see if her bombing plot happened." That doesn't make any sense. She claims that, that that's not what happened. And we have to figure that out. So look, I'm not a detective, but I need information. So I, I said I would do it. Okay. Look, mostly I smash things. Okay. Look, look, this has been, this has been fucked up since, since <laughs> people keep okay? hiring us to sneak and figure out, which are not our strong suits. People need to hire us to bumble and punch. That's what we do. <laughs> Look, I'm doing the best I can. They may be point man, because this one doesn't talk, and this one doesn't talk well. So, okay? I raise my eyebrows at him as if to say, (laughs) well, if you really want to know what I think about you, we can have that discussion. Look, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, he's just, he's very flustered right now. He says, okay, maybe I'm not good at this, but I'm trying. Yeah. Shut up. Okay. (laughs) And Jess gets another experience tack. <laughs> I look at I look at Fidric and I say, "Okay, look. From what I can gather from between Ronaldo's whatever the hell he did at that meeting and Anne trying to interject herself in the meeting that we had, and I'm saying this whispering, but um, apparently they want to make sure because apparently, according to reports from." insiders in the mine in the quarry itself apparently the bombing actually never happened that the ground shook like an explosion but there was actually no explosion to be had so the explosive materials are still possibly intact inside the mine if that's a thing and they're discovered a lot of innocent miners could die because of it so can we have a paper please we just came for a paper i didn't expect to get the third degree also, you left me hanging, Frederick. Not cool. 
Fidric, Fidric high fives you. Fucking yes. <laughs> You're cool again, Fidric. While he's doing that, he says, "Okay, what what paper do you need?" I need a writ of business. They, that's what the guy said. They said we need a writ of business in order to walk into the 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 quarry. So as soon as we get that, we can go in there. We can figure this whole thing out. As quarry investigators, because that's what they're looking no, for. No, quarry investigators are already on their way. We told them we're healers. Oh, that's true. We did tell them that. Yeah, yeah. We need to be. We need to pretend to be healers. I mean, they sort of are, but we need to pretend to be official. Two healers, healers and a hat guy, bodyguard hat guy. Bodyguard. Okay, here's what I can do for you. <clears throat> I I can get you rid of business, telling the guards of the quarry that you are healers, but also diviners. Um, that will mean that you've been sent to the quarry uh, on official business to not only take care of any injured that are there, but also to use your divining powers. And I just need to check here because I know who I'm dealing with. Do you know what divining is? Is that my good Avandra magic? Because I can do that. And she shoots <laughs> some light and some sparks. <laughs> Ronaldo says yes, but he doesn't. <laughs> he, he looks at their sparkly magic... And he looks at Ronaldo, who is, like, nodding his head and being like, oh, yeah, yeah, divining? Do it all the time. Favorite thing. Like, you know, nothing more relaxing to do on a Saturday night than go home, bottle of wine, and divine. You know what I mean? And he, and he looks at you, Jane, and says, do you know what divining is? Yes. She was in Pink Flamingos. Uh, it's a good joke. Do we need to roll Arcana, or can he just tell us? <laughs> He can tell you. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Yeah. He says, so you can use your divining powers to locate any trapped or panicked lives still in the quarry somewhere. Get them to provide you with a guide. Wink, wink. He doesn't actually say wink, wink, but he winks at you and says to take you to the area of the accident. And then from there, you can determine whether or not anybody is still trapped. The inspectors will only be there to make sure that safety procedures have been followed and that nothing against the will of the Lord was breached. Did everyone get that? Yeah. Okay. So basically, if they find explodey bits, everybody's gonna die. Alright, um... Does that work with your plans? It'll work enough. Yeah, you give us paper, we tell them the thing you said, and then we get our guy who's inside to guide us to find the bomb stuff. While pretending to look for bodies. And then you're gonna try and find Emma and Ulick, right? Yes. In exchange for this job... Uh, air conditioner is gonna tell us what they found out about Ulick, and then we'll try to take it from there. Yeah, that's why we're doing this. It's not completely stupid. And and then and by and then Ronaldo says, "By the way, do you know who ACF is?" She says, "I mean, he said it's a woman who works at the organization. Do you know real name, background?" The only name I know is AC. Also, we have a backup plan, which is if this doesn't work, we're just gonna go back and kill Lon again. 
Well, we're doing that no matter what, because I. Well, hate yeah, it. you know that, but as far as Anne's concerned, we asked you asked for like information about getting back along again, and I sent a letter off to the church, so we might have some help there, and that might help Ulick's situation. So we have a lot of uh, stuff. All right, I'll be right back with your writ of official business. Don't, don't do anything stupid. Okay, while he's gone, Ronaldo does something stupid. Uh, he, he sort of, he, he basically just kind of like eye flirts with, uh, Silas until, he, until, uh, Fidger comes back. Uh, well, yeah, while he's gone, uh, Anne's gonna give you a butt touch. Uh, like, you're not even expecting it or asking for it. She just grabs you by the butt, gives it to you, and then pushes you over to Silas. Before, before you get all the way to Silas, um, a guy, um, seemingly anachronistically <clears throat> starts pushing a cart down the street. Um, yelling, fudgesicles, fudgesicles, <laughs> get your obviously phallic and totally not symbolic fudgesicles. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okie dokie. That was fantastic. Are you going to do anything with Silas? Yeah, no, I, 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 no, I'm saving all that, you know, I'm saving all the big stuff okay. for later. Uh, if, if we survive. All right. Well, that's kind of a tease. So, um, some minutes pass. Um, you know, probably about 20 minutes or so. Um, during which you guys play a very interesting game of I Spy, in which Anne continues to spy something beginning with the letter G, and each time it is the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at this game. So, um, Fidric comes back, and again, in that sort of, like, hurried gait, and you notice that the more you deal with Fidric, the more exasperated an expression he has on his face, who walks across the street to you, and takes a leather-wrapped satchel, um, and then slaps it in your hand and says, there you go, there's your official writ of business, make sure you don't open the wax seal on the letter on the inside. Ronaldo's like right about to do it as he says that, but then, but then he stops, but then he stops because, oh, oh, I'm not. Scared. I'm going to take that from Ronaldo. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. And I am going to keep it on my person and I'm going to say to Frederick, I'm going to say, it's okay. The babysitter is here. And I'm going to walk in the direction of the quarry. <laughs> Whenever Fidric looks at you, Jane, there's always, like, a, a, a little bit more relief on his face. <laughs> you say that, and he's like, he looks at you and he's like, <sighs> like, doesn't say anything, and just, like, walks back to the gate. As he's walking away, and as Jane turns away to leave, uh, uh, Ronaldo, Silas waves, uh, instead of coyly, as he did last time, a little bit more enthusiastically, like, Bye. Boy's getting bold. Ronaldo does. How do I? How do I explain this? He basically just he just starts touching himself, and then like with, with like one hand down the, uh, his right leg. It's like, and he's he's not being subtle about this anymore. This is basically just really flagrant seduction. Do children like freaking listen to this? Because I feel like this should not be. I don't care. Okay. If you're listening to this, children, don't tell your parents. <laughs> 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 According to my Google Analytics, only 5% of the people who watch Renegade Cut or any of my uh, uh, other shows I upload there are under 18. <laughs> this is our secret. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just mean, for some reason, my shows skew old.
I know. I'm just trying to communicate to our younger audience. Well, if you didn't want to learn about sex, you're going to learn about it from Ronaldo, apparently. Uh, if any yeah. children are listening to this show, uh, bear in mind that the name of all four of us, four of us is Sean Cronenfeld. <laughs> all four. We're all, <laughs> all Sean four. Cronenfeld. So. <laughs> we're, we're the famous Sean Quartet. Sean Cronenfeld. I'm just going to say this right now, just so nobody's... I, I just want Johnny for you to prepare for it. I don't know how if you've completely fleshed out Silas's stats, but when we, when, but when we go back to... Um, He's going to have to make a constitution save or I'm going to do to him. That's actually not what I meant at all. I'm, I'm, I'm just letting you know. But you were advance. thinking it. No, that Ronaldo is actually going to ask Silas to uh, accompany them because this is going to get rough and we need we could use a soldier who is like devoted to us or me. All right. Inside jokes. Inside jokes for days. Um, So I we're probably going to have to wrap up soon. Um. I was I was just waiting for I was waiting for a good chance, and now you're asking about it, and I'm like, well, way to fucking ruin it! All of a sudden, Austin, like the sun eclipses, and like a giant magic <laughs> message appears in the sky that goes, "Fuck you, Austin! The game's over for today." Ladies and gentlemen, dice funk in the future. Wow. Um. Okay, so your uh, your flaming hands go off, and I gotta tell you, all three of you are really surprised at how flammable moisturizer is. Silas, it's time to go on a great adventure, but the greatest adventure is love. Oh my god, this is the greatest dream ever! Ronaldo is dead! Y- y'all some cold-ass honkies. <laughs> As always, our theme song is A Fistful of Nickels, the overclocked remix arrangement of Shadow's theme from Final Fantasy VI. Executive producers for December 2015 are Joseph Timbrello, Wayne Witzke, Brent, Jason, Ingemar Gremen, Lord Revan, Kevin Sidlow, Tarka, The Cult of Gorfanax, Jacques Lindsay, Jorit, Michael Goodell, Viger Arnston, Giorgio Renna, Christopher Charlo, Cody Jackson, August Rue, and Taylor Hoyt. Thanks for listening to Dice Funk all the way to the end. If you want to support the show, you can rate us on Podbean and iTunes. You can comment on Channel Awesome or YouTube, or even add to our TV Tropes page. If you want to help more directly, you can always go over to our Patreons, patreon.com slash austinyorski, patreon.com slash renegadecut, or patreon.com slash foolsgold. You can support Johnny by making homemade sausage or whispering compliments to trees.